Straight off the rip, let's be honest, that intro fucking bangs. And you're welcome for that one. Uh, shout outs to Loomis, actually, for that. And here we are. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. Another week down. Uh, another day. Another day in the life of all of us. As the world keeps turning, welcome. Appreciate y'all tuning in. This is your first time tuning in. Uh, here it is. Here it is. Hopefully it's everything uh, you're expecting, stumbled upon, have been told about, wanted to find, did not want to find. And if you're coming back for more, welcome back, fam. Welcome back, blood. Here we are, dude. Um, Y'all see uh, Big 45 doing laps of the Daytona 500 in the presidential limousine? If that was the most uh, pandering shit I've ever seen, that was uh, fucking hilarious. For once, I found out about it from Big Texas. He sends me a picture of just, uh, you know, presidential limousine hooking a lift. You know, I want to know, was Trump actually driving the limousine or was somebody driving him in it? Because the only thing more gangster than that actually happening would be if Trump was (laughs) Trump was just driving that bitch with the window down. You know, big fucking big 45 arm hanging out the window and his hair flying in the American wind, you know, fucking doing it you know smiling at the peeps that is the most pandering shit dude there's literally nothing more american right now than donald trump riding around the indy 500 track in the presidential limousine that would have been like if obama would have showed up to the nba all-star game and like uh joined the three-point shooting contest you know pretty much the same thing or like if George Bush would have started uh, a war about like nothing but oil, you know, would have been the most pandering shit, dude. But um, <laughs> Big Forty Five did his damn thing. Actually, today's President's Day, so uh, Happy President's Day, Big Forty Five and Obama and all y'all listening presidents that actually slumped this shit. You know, how funny would it be? Because Trump, they said he watches like four to five hours of TV a day. How funny would it be if he listened to this podcast? You know. Which uh, I'm sure he does, like every other major uh, political figure in the world needs my advice. And um, yeah, that's that. Anyways, um, that makes me, that kind of brings me to a point that I've been thinking about is that literally the worst people, right? The worst of the worst people wear suits. Like, I know you've heard the term, like, oh, the suit as a derogatory term before, but it's fucking true, dude. It's fucking true that the worst people, the think about the worst shit in the world, right? The worst shit in the world comes from people that wear suits. Greasy-ass salespeople, fucking business guys that sit around in their office not actually doing anything, advertisement agencies, lawyers. Like, what the fuck are lawyers? Lawyer, I don't get why... Okay, we, everybody wants their kids to grow up and be lawyers. It's like, okay, you don't want your kids to argue with you. You don't want your kids to lie to you. You don't want your kids to, like, uh, be unethical people, right? You try to raise a good kid, and all of a sudden your kid becomes a lawyer, and they learn how to just, like, manipulate and get people off the hook and make people think they can get away with anything. Like, look at Johnny Cochran. Or uh, uh, who's the other guy? The guy that got uh, Casey Anthony off the hook, you know? It's like we idolize these people for getting bad people off the hook. Like, what the fuck is that, you know? Lawyers are the biggest scum on the earth, unless you're, like, an actual, like, uh, a good lawyer, you know? Like a lawyer that helps out small businesses or, like, that helps out... If you're a lawyer that actually, like, helps innocent people, 
Okay, yeah, you're good peeps. But we idolize the ones, like the most famous lawyers are the ones where everybody knows the person's guilty and they get off the hook. It's the worst of the worst, dude. It's the scum. It's the people that are responsible for rainforest being chopped down. Grimy ass salespeople, dude. If somebody comes up to you, okay, if somebody comes up to you in a suit, right? Which here's here's the irony to me. If you go and get a job at like anywhere uh, we're supposed to be a professional environment, right? They want their peeps to wear suits and look professional and go out into the world and give off this image that it'd be somebody you want to do business with. When I see suits or clipboards, that is the biggest red flag, and I avoid them like the fucking plague, dude. I act like they have coronavirus dripping off their face and they're ready to come suck my dick for every penny that I have in my pocket. They're ready to throw their firstborn under my truck tire just to get the last penny out of my pocket. Yeah, suits fucking suck. They ruin everything. Like, are I sound like a like weird like hipster liberal right now, which I'm really not. But if you look at like the music industry or the movie industry, the people in the suits control it, right? Because they're good with the money or whatever and the financing, and they just infringe on the art and they act like they know what they're talking about and they just make the worst shit. People in advertising, people making commercials, the people with the suits, they're fucking terrible, dude. They literally suck. They think they know what people want. And, um, yeah, dude, don't buy a suit. And the only thing worse than a person in a suit is a food critic. Like, what the fuck is a food critic? Eat my whole entire asshole and leave a fucking Yelp review. You're a food critic? You criticize food. Like imagine actually um, imagine actually putting that on a, a, a resume or like starting a blog or telling somebody. Imagine you meet a girl, right? Imagine you meet a girl and she's like, oh, what do you do? You know, because that's their first question, um, which is a whole nother conversation. They're like, what do you do? You're like, oh, I'm a fucking, I'm a, you obviously wouldn't say you're fucking, you're like, oh, I'm a food critic. I sit down and I eat food and I give my opinion on it. Like, who listens to a food critic? Who listens to critics at all? You know who's worse than the suit or a food critic or a critic in general? The only person worse than both of those is the person that listens to them. If you need somebody in a suit or a, quote, critic to tell you what is good or what's bad, honestly, go tie a jump rope around your neck and go jump off the San Francisco Bridge. And fall to your death. Don't even like let the rope rip and then hit the water and break your neck in like six different places and survive that as well. And then fall into the ocean and don't drown. Let your lungs fall all the way up with water so you're still kind of alive and you float all the way to the bottom. And then some weird like sea urchin just comes over and just swallows you. And you're just gone, dude. Luco Brasi lays with the fishes. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, dude, I was just at the gym. And uh, I saw a guy, he was wearing like one of those, he was wearing a sweatshirt. Well, no, 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 it wasn't a sweatshirt. Okay, rewind, 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 rewind. It was a tank top, right? Where it had like the top of the sleeves down through like his lats. It was like cut out, but it was never there, right? So you could basically see his ribs and his nipples. And so it was like a stringer. But, oh, God, here comes the cat. Every fucking time, dude, every time I'm trying to do this podcast and the cat walks in, watch, he's about to scratch the couch. And if he does, I'm going to spray the shit out of him with the water bottle. 
Don't do it, Toulouse. Hey, you want to say hi? I don't know if you guys know. Anyways, so this guy is sitting there and he's jacked, right? He's jacked and juicy and tan as fuck. And, uh, but he's sitting there in a stringer, but it's got a hood on. Mind you, it has no sleeves. I can see the man's nipples, and his nipples were kind of the color of like one of those new iPhones, the rose gold, which was kind of weird for a guy's nipples. And, um, especially because he was black. And, uh, but he had a hood on. Like, why do you have a hood, dude? Is your hairline that fucked up? Who are you? LeBron James? Do you have a hairline like LeBron James? Remember that kid? LeBron James? Yeah. People at the gym are fucking weird in general, dude. The gym brings out, like, the most diverse crowd, and there's some serious weirdos in there. And, uh... I try to dress like the most neutral that I can when I go to the gym. When I was actually in shape, I wore like tank tops and stuff like that. And now I wish I was in twice as good a shape and I would still just wear like a long sleeve shirt and mind my business and put a hat over my eyes. There's nothing better than starting at a new gym where you don't know anybody, you know, where you don't like, it's just the best thing in the world. It's just not knowing anybody at the gym. You just mind your fucking business Go about your deal. Do your chest pumps. Get a big ol' get a big ol' raging titty pump. You know what I'm saying? Alright, so since this is the Lord Petty podcast, and it wouldn't be right if we don't talk about Lil Wayne. Tell Lil Wayne. Remember when Kodak Black was like, tell Lil Wayne that I'm gonna fight him. We're having a co actually I think Kodak's in jail. But anyways. It wouldn't be the Lord Petty Podcast if we didn't talk about Wheezy F Baby, where the F is for phenomenal. Um, he has a new album, and it's fire. It's called Funeral, and if you flip it upside down, it says Little Wayne. So Little Wayne is basically the prophet who God gave another life, and he made a prophet. God sold me another life, and he made a prophet. Yeah. It's so crazy how he can just say the illest shit like that. Like, he, he's talking about how he accidentally shot himself, and he almost... Well, this is on his last album, by the way, but side note. He can say the illest, deepest shit, like saying... Talking about how he almost shot himself, and God sold him another life and made a profit. That's the hardest line ever. Hardest line ever. And then he comes out on his new album, and he says some shit. He's like, Titty, fuck your baby mama while your son's sucking it. Like, what? You're titty fucking someone's baby mama while she's breastfeeding? Um, imagine if anybody said that without a beat behind it. You know, imagine if you took anything, if you took 90% of lyrics of r rap, like, imagine if hip hop wasn't a, or imagine if white people were the primary things of hip hop, like, uh, <laughs> canceled instant cancel imagine a white guy talking about a uh, titty fucking a woman while she's breastfeeding a child if you don't have little wayne's teeth and smile you can't get away with that you know if you remember when, remember when little wayne started skateboarding dude that was the funniest shit ever um he's just like there's literally nothing funnier than watching Lil Wayne bust his ass on a skateboard. And I love Lil Wayne. I love Lil Wayne's... 
in a fucked up way, Lil Wayne's kind of my favorite rapper, but not like that he's actually my favorite rapper. He's just in a fucked up way. He's my favorite rapper because he's the most entertaining person ever, dude. Anyways, I was going to go somewhere with this um, about Lil Wayne's new album. Listen to Lil Wayne's new album. That's all I got to say is listen to Wayne's new album. If you want to hear about uh, titty fucking someone's baby mama while she's breastfeeding. I can't believe it's taken me 30 years to hear that lyric or hear that insult. It's like when I heard Eminem say, got a blowjob from Paula Jones, stuck my dick so far down her mouth, my balls broke both of her collarbones. That's hilarious, you know? But um, anyways, speaking of uh, balls breaking collarbones or something like that, unrelated, um, you know, I actually really like being in a relationship. I didn't think that that was going to be me. Um, I spent 90% of my life single. I had girlfriends. I dated girls. I dated multiple girls at the same time. Um, I never, like, I'm going to be honest, in my 20s, I didn't, like, respect a lot. You know, I just I had to work on a lot of things, kind of figure things out. But um, I'm going to tell you guys right now, if you find a good girl, it's it's the shit. So don't hate on it. But the one thing, okay, the when I say worse, it's not like there's a bunch of terrible stuff you find there. I find a good person, but the really shitty thing about being in a relationship is having to go to the mall. I think there comes a point in every man's life where you just stop giving a fuck. When I was younger, I'd love to go to the mall. I'd love to spend money on a bunch of clothes. I love to go there and look at women. I like to go see, like, go into Zoomies and look at posters, look at band stuff, you know? But once you become a grown-ass man, there's literally not a lot. Oh, cat, why do you got to do this, dude? Listen, watch, she's scratching the leather casting couch. Stop it, dude. I'm going to whoop your ass. I'm going to beat the pussy up on the podcast. Kitty, I'm trying to run a professional thing here, you know? This is my livelihood. This is how I put food on your little shitty plate downstairs. You understand? God, you fuck this thing up. But yeah, we went to the mall the other day. And um, of course, Shodi was doing her shopping, which is basically her just walking around touching stuff going, oh, I like this. And uh, yeah, and so... There was a point then where I went and like leaned up against this railing outside. I was like, okay, I'm going to go wait outside the store because I couldn't take the smells and the atmosphere and all the uh, 16-year-old girls checking me out. And um, yeah, so I was standing outside of the store and I looked to my left and there's like three guys doing exactly what I'm doing. And I looked to my right and there's like four guys doing exactly what I'm doing. And I realized like... None of us were talking to each other, but we probably could have had a really dope conversation. I kind of wanted to spark the conversation, but like 60% of them looked like they didn't know how to speak English, and that's because I'm racist. So I didn't spark the conversation, not because I didn't want to talk to them. I just figured uh, they wouldn't be able to talk. And I just got done at the Apple store talking to this Asian guy who couldn't speak any English that was selling us a computer that we had no idea what he was saying. And we still bought it anyways because we went off my vast knowledge of technology, you know? Even though I twist ranches for a living and I try to get this pussy to stop hitting my fucking couch. You guys hear him? Stop, dude. This isn't a fucking game. You think this is a game? Now he's clawing my hand. 
God, if I listened to this, I'd be so annoyed. I'd be like, why are you playing with your cat while you're recording this? Toulouse. Okay, hold up. All right, guys, please make sure to rate and subscribe. Uh, God, dude, sorry. I'm not going to edit that out either. You guys can suck my balls because uh, I didn't get this podcast done in time because I was doing a bunch of other shit yesterday. And so I'm recording this now and I'm not going to have a, time, a lot of time to edit. And I usually don't edit. So I like to give it to you guys raw. I like to treat you guys like sorority girls in my frat house you know what i'm saying um i notice a lot of people my age a lot of people a lot of millennials are moving to places like sorry i gotta catch my breath for a second i gotta catch my breath after chasing the pussy you know sometimes you go running after the pussy and the pussy the pussy's just either like moving too fast and you're chasing it and it's just fucking everything up in its path, but you, it's running away from you and fucking everything in its path and leaving damage. So then you got to deal with the damage. And it just leaves you out of breath and you got to like collect yourself, you know? You got to remember who you are, young king. Anyways, uh, so the a lot of people my age are moving to places like Arizona and Texas. And they're moving from places like Los Angeles, Portland, Seattle, um, a lot of like progressive places. They're moving to places like Austin and Scottsdale because uh, the rent is cheap, the economies are booming, the people are friendly, crime is low, they're clean cities, the police are the police. The police are authorized. The police are authorized to use whatever force they have to to keep the citizens safe, and it's just overall a good place for everybody, you know. And um, here's the irony in it, okay? It's no different than when people come from like war-stricken countries and they flee and come to America, and then they bitch about how America uh, doesn't quote. Uh, accept or whatever but it's like okay you literally fled a certain fucked up lifestyle to come here for this lifestyle like fucking assimilate okay and then a lot of other people will go do this like on a smaller level within states you get these young like progressive millennials they'll move to a place that's perfectly fine like austin texas or whatever and they get down there for the reasons that i just listed and then they're like oh there's this place needs to be more progressive it's pretty much what happened to Seattle. You know, Seattle used to be the shit. And then you get everybody that's like super, super, super hyper liberal wants to be. I shouldn't even say liberal. I just like super like this postmodernism. You know what I mean? This postmodern like identity fucking politics, just mad about everything, trying to just everybody's offended by everything. Drug users get free drugs and all this shit. Right. They just run the city into the ground. They run to the next place. They're talking about, oh, this place isn't very accepting. You know what? Eat my asshole. Move to Los Angeles. Rant over. Let's do some slutty confessions. Pew, 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 pew. Um, 
Slutty Confessions. Uh, here's something new. Uh, here's one from a guy. I am a, st- <laughs> I am a straight 27-year-old dude. Yesterday, I had my first male experience. I loved it. Okay, let's try this again. I am a straight... No, you're not. 27-year-old dude. Yesterday, I had my first male experience. I loved it. So, by definition, you're not straight. But anyways, let's go. Uh, long story short, yesterday, I had sex with a man. My 40 years old neighbor, to be exact. And I'm reading it exactly how he wrote it. So, don't act like I got a speech impediment. Okay? Uh, continuing. He came by. Let me take a sip of this, truly. I gotta catch my breath again. If you guys haven't had this new uh, Truly pack, uh, fuck the claws, by the way, because there are laws when you're drinking claws. If you don't think so, uh, you're getting a DUI this summer. But uh, the new Truly lemonade pack, dude, is fire. Uh, lemon pepper wings in a freeze cup, you know what I'm saying? Hold up. I'll quench your bitch-ass thirst real quick. All right. After reinstalling his windows and some basic... Wait, okay, let's restart here. Long story short, yesterday I had sex with a man. Bam, 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 bam. My 40-year-old neighbor, to be exact. He came by to ask me for help with his PC. After reinstalling his windows and some basic programs, he offered me a beer for my work. And another, and another. <laughs> so it turns out gay guys are exactly like straight dudes. After a few beers, I was ready to go, and he got naked standing in the doorway. This is like the story I told last week, dude. Uh, Please go listen to that story, because that sounds very wrong. Uh, I asked what the fuck is going on, but seeing him with the heart on got me hard, too. (laughs) There's, like, that would either be the funniest shit or just the most, like terrifying there's no in between there's no in between if you go over to some guy's house to help him with computer problems and all of a sudden he's got a hard dick i would either think i'm about to die or he's the funniest person in the world one of the two uh he saw my boner and said let's have some fun no one will know after rubbing each other's dicks he sucked mine and swallowed my cum oh my god i returned the favor dude i returned the favor and he came all over my face this is actually like call me ignorant, but this is grossing me out. After that, he bent. <laughs> After that, he bent me over, spat on his fingers, and shoved them in my ass. Jesus, dude. When he got hard again, he fucked me in the ass until he filled my hole with cum. It was fucking painful, but I loved it. I never came so hard before. We showered and I left. My ass is sore, but I can't wait to try it again. Goodbye, straight and welcome bisexual. Uh, uh, you know, I have no critique about that. Like, or not critique. Like, I have no feedback about that because, um, it's just like be who you are. You know, like don't don't start your thing. Be like straight male here, and then tell a story about like letting some forty year old jizz on your face. Okay, you don't just like if I want to go out and buy a new car, right? You don't. I don't just stumble onto the lot. I have to drive to the lot. 
I have to want a car. I have to talk to a salesperson. I don't just like stumble into a car and drive off the lot, you know? It's like a two-hour process, okay? If you're in this dude's house fixing his computer, like, why did he ask you to fix it? Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Be who you are and be proud of it. That goes for everybody. Anyways, um, of course, the chick story is super long, but we're going to do it anyways. My first... No. God, all the women's stories are super long. Here we go. I finally did it. I, 18-year-old female, fucked this 25-year-old guy at a movie theater parking lot at one in the morning because I was so horny. We've been talking for a bit, met on Tinder, but we are both so busy that we never got the chance to meet up. How busy are you at 18, realistically? Come on. Trigger for all the 18-year-olds out there. I'm so busy. I have so much homework. Becky's got a birthday on Friday. And then Christine has her graduation party. And then uh, Simon wanted me to come go bowling with him. I'm so busy. Um, I finally got out to see his huge cock and put it down my throat. I have a bruise on the back of my throat now. Um, I've never had a girl say that to me. Uh, he even ate me out and it was the first time since I was done right and felt so good. How'd they do this in a car, you know? Like, she just like, it's kind of a funny visual. Uh, sadly, we had to stop early because he stretched me out so much that I bled. I like a rough and hard fuck, but my pussy couldn't take it. I hope we meet again soon and finish what we started. Um, no. Uh, that's, well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe that guy's going to have to, like, uh, beat that challenge, you know? He's like, all right, how can I blow a load without making this little girl, uh, wow, this is really gross. Uh, let's abandon this one. Um, <laughs> uh, let's do this one. I'm becoming a slut. I, female 18, am becoming a huge slut. I just came out of a relationship a week ago, just the day after our relationship ended. I was on Tinder looking for fun. I just had one casual hookup with, with I had never, with, I think she means which. Um, okay, let's start this over. Just had, just the day after our relationship ended, I was on Tinder looking for fun. I just had one casual hookup and I had never done this before. It was so much fun and no expectations or commitments. I had... <laughs> I have, and this chick cannot spell. I have and another hookup planned later this week. I'm also sexting a lot of, kind of, a lot of guys. I'm not really looking for advice, more wanting to vent. No, you're looking for penis. Um, somebody asked, are you dressing sluttier too? Totally not. I'm dressing the exact same. Darn, how do you typically dress? Casual, sporty, more on the conservative side. Um, this one's boring. Oh, dude, okay. One more, one more, one more. I think I got a good one. Force my boyfriend to be a cuckold. If you guys don't know what a cuckold is, it's a guy that watches his girl get banged by another dude. Um, it was his idea, but I took it to another level, and now I crave real cock and the thrill of cucking him. I forced him to lick me clean and switch to wearing panties. Every time I think about how he wants to be a man again instead of a cuckold, I get so wet and massage our bowl. 
Do I not know what a cuckold is? Am I misunder? Did I misunderstand this whole thing? I will be a bull for you. Wait. Ew, somebody commented he really needs to spend more time eating the come out or off you. Like, what kind of dude does this, you know? Like, why are you dating a girl? Like, why are you with a girl that you like watching other guys bang, you know? Like, what's the wiring there? What's the circuitry, you know? Like, what happened to you as a child? Did you, like, watch your mom get out of the bathtub and she just had, like, a huge nasty vagina and your head was just like... <laughs> and then now you like watching uh, people rail your girlfriend until her vagina looks like that or something? I don't get it. Um, these aren't funny to me right now, dude. All right, fuck this. We out. Biggest. Every day is Cinemax, every night's a porno All my niggas gun ho, animals congo Shining like a fresh pool, diving out of Frisco The year's 49 and I know everything that Bo know 2010, Actor. Every day is Cinemax, every night's a porno Lucia Mano Flair, I know everything that Bo know Shining like a fresh pool, diamond out of Frisco School I shit, and it came with biscuits I trap is a dry skin, call her missing window Single finger lick, don't tolerate no snitch Rich squad trapping, chickens in our kitchen Chicken go for third, chicken go for third Chicken go for third, but my chicken pretty Nigga with them low number, hit chicken so dirty I keep it 100, my try do them number Cause I keep that super clean, my bread wonder woman I draw 62, my nigga 63 grand stronger My try hog go super hard, drag up the aroma I feel like it's 95, I still got that hunger Slide through the trap, have my pockets on humongous Rich squad trapping, got your Jew man with that King much bigger, neighborhood thug.
thug, you are not no killer Chopper shells beating on your chest like Godzilla Affiliated with gangsters, put the cannon to your mama Beefing with who would get you in your DJ drama Father made a nigga, mama raised a killer Streets made me bigger, I'm that nigga behind the trigger Trying to snatch the chain off my CEO next Or get you jump stab shot if you want respect Gooch, juice, woo don't fuck around Chickens go for 30, all the way around I get ballin' chicks, yeah, and they came with biscuits I trap is a dry skin, call a missing window Single finger lick, yeah, don't tolerate no snitch Rich squad trap, chickens in our kitchen Chicken go for 30, chicken go for 30 30 rats shawty, tryna score a bird Chicken go for 30, chicken go for 30 Trying to score a bird okay.